Welcome to the Psychedelic Integration Podcast. I'm Sinclair Fleetwood, your psychedelic life coach, and I teach you how to connect with your soul mission, follow your heart, and make lasting changes in your life by creating a sacred spiritual partnership with plant medicines. Learn easy tools, tips, and integration strategies that will demystify the psychedelic renaissance and open the way for you to come back home to yourself. If I can do it, you can do it too. Find out how here. Hello, family. Welcome to the show. I am thrilled, thrilled to have today a very special friend, brother, guest to share with you. Ale Abregu is a plant-based chef and expert in hygienist nutrition. Ale learned the art of food preparation in his family before training in various restaurants. Recognizing the importance of intention and care in cooking, he embarked on a journey to promote mindful and nourishing culinary practices. I got to meet Ale at our Soul Medicine Retreat last February, where he was facilitating his magic in as our food guru. We were nicknaming him Food Jesus because he was blessing us with every meal. I mean, I think it's an I think it's a good nickname. And he does workshops on healthy cooking, detoxification programs. He's also a male birth doula, and he supports partners in understanding nutrition and detox during the conception process. And his mission is to deconstruct false beliefs about food and health and foster a balance and nourishing connection to support personal well-being through the magic of food. Ale, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for being part of this beautiful show. And I can't wait for everyone to get to know you. So let's start at the beginning. Thank you so much for this. (laughs) Yes, I'm so happy to be here as well. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? How did you find your way to the path of food as medicine? Okay. Um, I am, I was born in Argentina. Um, and I am a person that I was born in the 80s. Uh, so in Argentina, in the, in the transition between the 80s and the 90s, we have like a really strong uh, industry coming from from uh, United States, uh, based in in United States. So it's when all the malls, all the the fast food, uh, it was coming, um, and it was introduced as status food in that that moment yeah Mm -hmm. yes like high status yes exactly so all the things that you we know that now maybe it's not so healthy in that time uh it looks uh it makes people look uh, more fancy or that they have a higher status so Mm -hmm. it was better to buy a frozen pizza rather than make the pizza Mm -hmm. it was better to order and buy frozen things rather than make it by yourself. It was something like a glitch in, in the in the system of beliefs that was saying like, it's better to buy rather than pick the fruits from the tree. Mm-hmm. And so in that, in that process is how I was growing up. And having this, uh, this association in like my mom making food, but TV telling me that I had to buy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom preparing my meals, while in my school, uh, it was not cool to go with uh, pre-made uh, food. It was nice to buy mm-hmm. the chips and buy uh, soda. 
uh, and by juices. Uh, my mom was making the juices for me. So I was in these two worlds and that makes to understand now in a different way. So what happened is like with the time and while I started to travel in my life, um, I, I, I did my degree as in, in tourism and hotel management and because I wanted to travel. And in these trips that I started to, to, to make, I was not paying attention about my food till my health started to decrease. <laughs> so it was in, in when I was living in Brazil, when I started to get weak, um, and I started to see that was something missing in my system um, through different information uh, that came thanks to to the to the uh, my new friends from the from the Guarani community, and they told me, Ale, uh, you need to nourish from the soil, from the land, mm -hmm. and that is something that you need to change. So I started to get into documentaries, into what was happening with food industry. So I realized that uh, it was a bit mistake in all the food that I was uh, having. And part of that, it was like in many uh, places in Latin America, and there is a uh, fake products. It means uh, you buy yogurt, but it looks like the color like yogurt. Mm -hmm. But then when you, lead, you read the, the little letters, it's saying like dairy products, with flavored of yogurt. Mm. Uh, when you buy cheese, it says a mix of dairies with flavor of cheese. Mm -hmm. So everything looks like, but is like the leftovers from another things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, because this is the way that in many places you can afford that. But the thing is like, you have side effects for that. And I was having that in my body. Seen, and that's why I decided to leave uh, the main city in Rio de Janeiro and went to live in a farm so I can have uh, food from the garden mm -hmm. and I could feel the magic exactly in my in, in my veins. It was feeling so good to be eating without fear that I was putting poison in my body. And this is how my, my journey starts discovering food as medicine. Mm. Um, Yes, and then I was working in restaurants, of course, because I wanted to find that that part, but restaurants are not the best to have the medicine because uh, <laughs> there is a distortion. Like it's, it's really hard to be working with such amount of people and having this super flow, just going there, just putting the flowers. Like, no, you have to make the plates, the, the, the plate because uh, it has to go because I there can't. is new orders. I can't imagine you working in a like just a normal restaurant. You'd be like, "Man, y'all need to chill. Everything should be slow. We need to pray over this food." <laughs> like, you want me to go faster? Why? <laughs> yes, it was part of that. Like uh, to be the the out of the box in the kitchen. I was always dancing. I was just talking with the food. Okay. Uh, I remember that I was having like an open window towards the, the street. And I, I started to notice that people started to stop to look at me because I was the person that I was dancing while I was chopping veggies. I was just dancing and making my movements because for me, that's how I was recharging the food for the people. Nice. Uh, but all these... Uh, let's say crazy things has a purpose that uh, with the time also I started to realize that there is more people taking like uh, measuring this with technology 
and that and that is why we called our, our system of, of food is called vibrational food it's like super simple it's not like it's not rocket science it's like just thinking something you love while you are making the food mm. so think in something that like you like when you're making that and focus on that don't make food when you are nervous Mm -hmm. just think that you're having a nice source of food and think how good it's going to be to people so this is super simple mm -hmm. like the main the main thing is like when you have the italian grandma the la nonna and uh, the recipe is basic is pasta uh, tomato sauce and a little bit of pesto three ingredients mm -hmm. but you feel all this love there mm -hmm. uh, and you say like how many ingredients not so many it's just the intention of la nonna Mm -hmm. making this for 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 the grand the grandkids for mm -hmm. for the family so I this is that. the main exercise to make when we are making food so that's really beautiful the <laughs> i love the visualization of like okay channel your inner abuela like your grandmother and always make your food like you are making like you are the grandmother and you're giving all the all the grandmother love i love i'm gonna like, <laughs> that's my new visualization i love that it's really interesting what you brought up about the, the fast food and the like status of, of convenience. Um, it's really, I think that happens to a lot of us, not just in the area of food, but in everything like, you know, making your own clothing and like doing things the old fashioned way started to become less desirable and the convenience and the the ability to pay to have someone do this for you or to get something already made as a status it was also happening in the U.S. like my mom is a master she's a seamstress like she can sew she learned how to do all of this when she was young but for me I didn't learn that because it felt like I think that generation was like, we want you to have it better than us. And so you don't, you don't have to make your clothes like you can do other things with your time. And, you know, people my age are like, no, I want to know how to sew. <laughs> so totally. it's and I think it's the same with food. It's like I feel so excited about, you know, baking my own bread and I'm on a really serious bone broth kick right now, like. Every week I go to the farmer's market and I get these grass-fed bones and I make this like nourishing broth and um, feeling like getting a relationship with the, the farm and, you know, talking to them about the animals. And it feels like so natural to have such a more close relationship with like where your food comes from. And it's really hard when you don't know that that's an option and it's also very expensive in the United States to like go to the farmer's market and get actual vegetables that don't have pesticides on them and so I like the practice of vibrational what did you say vibrational vibrational food yeah just vibrational yes. food so no matter where your food is coming from or anything you can still bring that vibration to the food that you're making and that's a beautiful place to start, especially if you, you know, can't be spending a lot of money on sourcing it from the best place. You can start with that vibrational, bring your abuela into the kitchen. <laughs> um, exactly. 
So Ale, tell me, how did you, so you're on this journey with food and taking care of your health. How did plant medicine come into your life as well? Oh, I love this question. Thank you so much. Like plant medicine comes uh, exactly in all these moments of, of my body got totally broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I was like, you know, like the, the laughters. There is one moment when the laughters go out from the old shell and start to shake, 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 shake. And suddenly goes from inside of the laughter, you have a new laughter and all the old skin <laughs> is there. Mm-hmm. And I was making that process when plant medicine arrived in my life. Mm-hmm. And because I was having a lot of noises, a lot of things were in this uh, uh, like parallel life with uh, one part of my life telling me, Ale, we have to go to the roots. Like as you were saying, my, my mom was making all the clothes when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And now after after the wanted to buy, now I want my mom to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I found it, I now I can realize the flavor for that. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, when I was suddenly distorted in certain things, um, I had a friend that tell me, uh, Ale, I, uh, it was my neighbor, Agustin, and we were living in Rio de Janeiro, and he told me, Ale, I am part of, of a group from the Guarani tribes, um, because Guarani is uh, also a resonant, because my mom is from Paraguay, mm-hmm. uh, in all my family is, is spoken Guarani mm-hmm. uh, because it's a main language in Paraguay. Uh, so Guarani tribes is really big. It's all around Paraguay and also south uh, east of, of Brazil. It's till, till Rio de Janeiro. There are like many tribes inside of the Guarani. Mm-hmm. And so they tell me, Ale, uh, come, I, I feel you. We, we have a place here. So I want to visit there. Uh, and in my first ceremony, uh, it was Friday night. I got into to know into rapé, into tobacco, into Santa Maria. For me, it was just weed. But then it's like, no, 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 no. This is Santa Maria. <laughs> uh, and I started to see and uh, the meaning of uh, connecting from heart. This is how when they told me that is how everything changed in my life because they explained me. They, they said they said like here with the water needs uh, we have 113 poems that are all the knowledge and everything is oral and I said like how how is oral why you don't write them so it's like because we write it with heart mm. so then the in Portuguese there are like two words and that is uh, lembrar is like to remember mm-hmm. and decorar it's like from decoration is to register with heart. Mm. So I was speaking Portuguese, but I never realized that there were like two words for remember that one was for the mind and that was the other one with the heart. Mm. So uh, they remember with the heart. That is how also decoration is to put the heart into that art when you are decorating something, for example. Mm-hmm. So then they said like, wow, this is amazing. I love it. <laughs> so I started to, to go more, more than uh, Aya appeared in my life and tell me, Ale, we don't want another spirit. Mother uh, nature is your main connector. We go there. And, and that's how plant medicines arrived in my life and started to give me, um, how to say, a nice knowledge 
I am I feel really privileged that I realize that less is more mm. because uh, in all these paths I haven't been in all the ceremonies taking so much aya for example why because I want to make one workshop mm-hmm. have the books from that workshop and practice that information rather mm. than going next week to another one just to find the solutions is no because the medicine is inside of us this is just a reminder so this is something that i've been paying attention with people that they made like two weeks ago a ceremony and now another ceremony and in another two weeks another ceremony is like maybe it's part of the path but i found it that i i feel really nice to receive and to listen and to practice what i have to practice in the time that i have to practice and less is more I don't know if this happens for you, but especially with, well, with all of the medicines, but with Aya, especially if she gives me something, she tells me something, she is opening me to some raising of my consciousness and I come back and I have not (laughs) integrated. She doesn't like it. She, (laughs) she's like, no, 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 no. We're not doing, you don't get new toys. You have it. You have something to learn and you have something to do. And when I was working in a ret- the retreat center, I often, I kept the fire for the family in the ceremonies. So I often had, I had a lot of ayahuasca and my purpose was not to be doing a personal healing journey, you know, um, it was to be holding space and and taking care of the family and caring for the fire. But it was so I mean, even though I have this purpose, it's still working in you, you know, and it would be like I'm like keeping the fire and she's, you know, telling me, like, you need to purge because you haven't you haven't had time to <laughs> integrate the previous. And I'm like, but I'm working right now. It was like a lot. And. I totally agree with you. I mean, that's why I got so interested in integration work because Mm -hmm. for me, experiencing the Western, you know, I call it like turn and burn. It's just like, okay, pay the money, come to the retreat, you know, like knock yourself out of your ego and like get blasted and then go home right back into the same environment that made you sick and don't do anything after that. Like there was no support, there was no, under, there wasn't anyone that understood the process that I could find that was really able to hold space for me when I came back out of working in that environment. And I think you're really right. Like the work, you know, when you have a, when you wake up in the morning and the alarm clock goes off, you don't spend your whole day talking about the alarm clock and like hanging out with the alarm clock. <laughs> You know, the alarm clock is the catalyst for you to open and start your day. And it's the same with medicine. The medicine is the catalyst to open you and invite you to step into a new awareness, to step into your power, to remember. And that takes a lot of work and time. And it doesn't really happen. It can happen so fast, the the understanding, but the the integration into your daily life and your body and your cells takes time. And we we expect everything to be like, all right, let's go. This should be done. And Express. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's like, uh, you know, like in the, uh, I'm making some, uh, I have some detoxification process mm-hmm. uh, with programs. Mm-hmm. And this is what I explain to people. Like, I'm not selling the magic pill. 
-hmm. plant medicine is not a magic pill so like the people that comes to find the solution in one night of ceremony uh, is still having this old paradigm that they're going to come they're going to take something that is external and this is going to solve all your problems and you're going to have all your questions it's like a kind of romantic science fiction response <laughs> after doing this and it's like no doesn't exist magic pill because uh, the same with with cambo for example this is also i'm telling people it's like i understand cambo i respect the medicine but the body has another time we have stations in our cells cambo is nice for making the 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 strong detox but the body also needs a detox that is going to be taking the time by time as mother nature as the plant so you want to grow you want to clean is like step by step by 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 seasons mm -hmm. uh, and also the 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 energy and the intention of i'm taking cambo and i'm solving my problems so i prepare for one day two days um chao cacao uh, <laughs> no it's like mm -hmm. the intention is like we're gonna clean but the body has to be prepared the body needs some times in order to get into the flow the body needs the time for the integration the body needs the time in order to embody that the cells understand that you are already there mm -hmm. uh, rather than having the express shot because express shot takes you really up and then down mm -hmm. and this has to be progressive mm -hmm. and i think the body we a lot of us come to medicine and to food as and the understanding of food as medicine when we have really activated nervous systems, we have a toxic load. We have not just physically, but I think once the load is toxic in your physical body, it's already passed through all of the, you know, you've got toxic emotions, you've got toxic mental, you know, thoughts and beliefs. Like by the time it's showing up in your body, your whole system is overloaded. And it takes a long time. The first step is like deprogramming yourself from all of that the ways of thinking and the belief system that it works like that, you know, that it's okay, well, I can do whatever and I'll just take drug, I'll take a drug and like, it'll be, you know, it'll be fine. I'll just, I'll just treat the symptoms instead of treating the root cause, which is so often energetic. It's trauma, you know, from when we were young, it's like the continuous trauma of living in Western society and like on this planet at this time is heavy. And it doesn't just go away with a few ceremonies and like some crystals, you know. You have to like really <laughs> a little Palo Santo, sage, and <laughs> you are ready, ready to go. You yeah. are healed. Yes. I say all the time, I'm like, integration is a lifestyle because it's all integration is the holistic regeneration of your of your wholeness. It's it's taking and putting attention to each part of you that has been you know, abandoned really, because we just don't understand how our bodies work. We don't understand, like we are wild animals on this planet. And we've been just like, you know, castrated and like our fertility has been taken from us and we don't have these connections to the land or to our food. And it's a slow process. And I used to feel annoyed by that. <laughs> like at the beginning, when I first realized like, oh, this is like a whole thing and it's going to take a long time. And now I find that texture of slowness so exciting because 
it's so sensual and it's so delicious to like really be <laughs> present with everything that's going on. Even like the hard stuff, you know, like the, the detox is kind of, it's rough. Like, but if you can be present with it, it makes you feel really empowered of, of being able to, you know, go deep into a well of, of strength that we all have. So tell me some more about your kind of philosophy around food as medicine. Like, how do you help people orient toward their relationship with food um, in in the work that you do? Yes, like, uh, first of all, like, when we start talking, uh, and, and I ask him some questions about the food, for example, because food um, is there, is a tool, but um, in the past and still now, any is no people explaining us that this has, uh, this is fuel. Okay, so there are like different capacities of of fuel. So when you go to the to the fuel station, and you see all the categories of different colors like diesel. Uh, super 85 etc etc uh, premium plus uh, <laughs> all of that and um, these are different type of foods for example so when you take your car to the to fueling to 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 normally you put only one you don't put all together all the ones that you are you are there and and because they are creating mixes so Part of what I explain to people is like, uh, the, again, less is more. Mm -hmm. Also less mind. And uh, because mind also is saying like, okay, uh, I'm going to put all these superfoods together in this, uh, in this uh, blender because all of them are good. This is amazing. I'm going to blend them in my shake with bananas. And then I'm going to take it and I'm going to have a lot of fun. The thing is like, is the same of, of taking the car. Maybe you don't have to put all the fuels in the same moment mm -hmm. because maybe one uh, fuel is gonna uh, uh, create an obstruction, like it's gonna uh, like obstruct. block. Yeah, it's gonna block mm -hmm. the absorption of the other one, uh -huh. and the other one is gonna block the absorption of the other one. The things like we don't know about that. This is one of the things just to consider. So when my asking about uh, people, foods, and relation. Uh, I'm asking, for example, when you're, are you eating? How are you eating? What are the emotions that you are having? Are you watching TV? Are you watching YouTube? Are you scrolling in your cell phone when you are eating? Are you making a, a programming in the moment that you're going to eat? Because uh, it is proved that the brain and the body does not have the capacity to make the multitasking while we are nourishing our body. Mm -hmm. So part of eating and digesting is to be focused when we are in front of our food. So this is one another thing that normally we don't know how many times we were watching TV and just eating, eating, eating this. My mind is in the movie. My body is making a mechanical movement. And then I'm creating a, a disassociation of, of the uh, nourishing process. So the body is going to process, but it's not registering that is the moment for nourishing the body. So one of the rituals that we're making is like, you have your food that you prepare by yourself. If it's not prepared by yourself, you're going to energize it 
because you don't know what were the intention of the person in the restaurant uh, when he was making that. So you set the intentions, this food is going to be charged, and then you're going to start eating and chewing properly because this is a, the, another part of the digestive first step. You need to chew as maximum as possible so you have a better absorption. It's not anymore about this concept that you are what you eat. Now is you are what you absorb. <laughs> so you can eat all the best, but if you're not absorbing, it's something that we have to change. Mm. So this is something a, that we talk a lot. That's, um, I think, another aspect of the programming that we are kind of deprogramming is this culture of just doing all the things at once watching tv scrolling on your phone like we can't <laughs> we can't pay attention we have so much coming in and like our brains can't pay attention anymore we can't it's really i mean how many people like watch tv and also are looking at their phone and are also like you know doing something else <laughs> like i mean i've definitely done this and i'm like why am i like this what am i doing stop um but it like um it sounds so simple. It is so simple. But if you're in the habit of, you know, being with a device while you're eating, it can be really hard to just put attention to your food. And when you're when you're eating and you're not just with the food, you're often like dissociating from the food, you know, you're dissociating from the chewing experience, you're dissociating from the taste, you're just like it's an act of numbing i think i have i have had issues with like binge eating disorder and you know a lot of like really difficult relationships with food and and so many of the habits that i had with food were were protective habits to help me check out you know to like really put me in like a like a day like a day so that i didn't have to i didn't have the capacity to feel and so food can be this, this thing that we reach for that, that provides comfort, but it's providing comfort in a way that's harming us over time, you know, and that's really not supporting our health and our wellness. And we're also really missing out on, again, the like delicious, sensual experience, like eating slowly is so fun. And it's so nice to be with the food and to pray over your food when John and I started praying over our food a few years ago, I couldn't believe like the difference that it made to just give thanks and like acknowledge not just the food itself and the animals that we were eating, but also the people that pick the food, the people that, you know, plant the food, the farmers, the people that transport it. Like there's so many links in the chain of which is, you know, a thing in itself. <laughs> um, but it's, it's important to acknowledge all of that because we take all of this for granted. We just like grab the thing and shove it in and, and there's no awareness. And I think something that plant medicine does really well is bring us home to the awareness of our relationship to food and our, you know, our relationship to animals. One of the first things that happened to me when I started sitting with Aya was like, you need to look at what you're eating and how these animals are being treated. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I don't really know very many people who have not gone through a vegetarian or vegan phase like at the beginning, at least of their of their journey, because we are not putting attention to that. And we're eating all of that suffering. You know, we're ingesting that pain and that it's torture that's happening to the animals. 
totally like you know like yesterday i was talking about the process of how do you say this this dissociation and and i was having this process when i was uh, uh seven mm -hmm. i didn't want to eat meat mm -hmm. um so i discovered like i because i didn't want to eat the dead animal my i i couldn't understand why are we eating this pig my my, my grandpa is is farmer mm -hmm. he he raised his own animals and every time and then he was coming a dead pig in in the top of the washing machine uh, before going to the grill uh, and i was just looking to this and for me it was not uh, i couldn't understand so the way that i started to see is like uh, the burger patty is undercover this information the chicken nuggets then the fish sticks all this information that the kids maybe they are not wanted to have it because you, you put the kids they don't want to eat the animals and <laughs> uh, of course there are many places where we can go and hunt there are friends that now are killer tarian they only eat the animals they're killed because they said that this is their right did you um, say killer tarian Yes. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's funny. I like that. That's great. And so it, it, it is this process. Uh, as you were mentioned, I, I also do, I did have my my uh, food disorders. I was having orthorexia. Orthorexia. Uh, yeah. So yes. orthorexia is where you're sort of like obsessed with health, right? Like yes. you're, you're just like, I only eat the most healthy, the most vibrational, delicious, like, yeah. And it's to the point where it's like, it becomes a disorder. Exactly. So what I discovered with all of this is, I think is the same mental virus undercover. Either you have counting calories, mm -hmm. either you have counting how bio or how vibrational is it. Either is telling you from where it's coming from, it's coming from the land, it's coming from like all the time is something talking to you and you're not just getting in a strong connection with the food. Mm -hmm. So this mental virus is something that we uh, we start to deprogramming, to start to say like, voice, I'm here, I have the power to connect with this and my body has the wisdom to heal as well. Mm -hmm. Because I can have the best fuel in food, but... Sinclair, if you are having with these bad intentions, if you are ten with tension, it uh, doesn't matter how organic and 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 vibrational is it, because this is gonna pass through the filter of your of your body. So if your body is is with a wrong filter, all the amazing thing that is coming from outside is gonna be transformed with the information that is the mental virus telling you. So it's tension, it's control, it's uh, suppression, uh, it's like um, uh, with expectations, it's like so many things that are there creating an aura that you're going to be eating that. And so also happened that a lot of friends are not healthy in the way they are eating, but the way the body is in their mood, they are, they, the body is healing. And this has an explanation. It's because we when, when we are under stress mode, our body is with with a wrong uh, liquids and, and doesn't allow that our body, uh, our cells can regenerate. When you are in a happy mood, when you are with nice people, when you are in a nice environment, when you're feeling good with yourself, 
you can eat unhealthy things, but your body has the, the capacity for regeneration, the capacity for absorbing in the best way. So this is something that we can control. This is something that we can work in that. So imagine when you have healthy food plus your healthy mindset. It's a win-win. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to say, too, like, when you start to recognize, you know, maybe you're looking at yourself and you're looking at your relationship with food and you start to feel like, oh, my God, I'm really like I'm eating up with my phone, like I'm doing all these things. So this is a no shame situation. When you bring awareness, you didn't you didn't know you can't change something when you don't know any better. And exactly. there's no you don't need to feel bad. Like you don't need to feel like you did something wrong. It's not a right or wrong. All of this work that we do with medicine, with all the medicine, the plant medicines, the food medicine, the energy medicine, the friend medicine, it's all to give you a new awareness and to raise your vibration so that you can start to put your energy into your own wellness. Because when you feel well, you are going to output wellness around you. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be a better parent. You're going to be um, a more aligned version of yourself that is kind and caring and takes real action in the world to make changes. And that's how we change the way that things are. It's not, we're not waiting for some government system to like come <laughs> and fix things. They're not doing, they're not going to do that guys. I just, we are the ones that we've been waiting for and doing little changes with your, you know, your relationship with your food, starting to say, thank you, starting to bring in your inner, your inner abuela or abuelo to, to put love into your food. It's going to make a big difference. It doesn't seem like that, you know, big drastic of a change, but that mindset that you need to do something drastic and painful is a, is a Western, like Ali said, it's like a mind virus. <laughs> like it doesn't need to be that way. It needs to be soft and gentle and let it be easy. So Ale, let's yes. talk about the medicine and the wisdom inside of us that we all carry within us. Can you speak to how you understand that concept? Yeah, thank you so much for this question. It's super beautiful because um, in also like in the last retreat we were sharing and, and in, in February, it was one of the topics that we were talking as we have the medicine inside of us. This is just a reminder, just to tell you, this is a medicine because, and when we put the power outside, we are taking out our power. Mm -hmm. When we are giving only the power to the plant, we are taking out the power of us or the power of what the other person needs to tell me other for having me the power. Mm -hmm. So, this is one of the information that uh, we all carry this medicine and the, the human body has is so wise that can regenerate. Uh, it can it can produce so much magic in order to boost the best version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, we need to, to provide the correct container and the correct ingredients for that. And when we are I'm talking about the correct ingredients it means not uh, to to make as less as possible dirty our body mm -hmm. so um during the past like as, as you were mentioned before and in the past we didn't know better 
-hmm. we didn't know how to do that so uh it's it's not it's not a, a big deal just to blame ourselves i could be doing this better in the past mama why you didn't give me better education or better food oh because also mama didn't know about that mm -hmm. um so we have to be just more uh easy peasy with this full process with our finger towards us toward our parents as well uh, because we are victims from victims from victims because they didn't know better in a lot of things. And also there are systems that were distorting many information and making people to forget that the medicine is inside of us, yeah. that you need these external things in order to heal. Yeah. And that, yes, these things that you're taking from outside, when it's like certain chemistry, uh, you have your panel control of your car that is telling you which is a symptom uh, and you're putting a black tape just to turn off that light that is telling you change the fluids. <laughs> That's great. That's a great vision. And you keep like, running your I car. Wanna, I don't want to look at that light. I'm just going to tape over. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm going to tape the change the oil or tune your, your brakes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, so what we are, on, yes. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> so what we are doing with this is just to say like, I don't want to tape. I'm going to face what is there. And I'm going to trust in the body mm -hmm. in order to give what is necessary to clean certain organs. So the body can make the food work. We just need to give the tools for that. And that uh, is what you, we were mentioning in, in my bio, that this hygienist practice means the, the habit of uh, taking your own body to the mechanic mm. and changing the oils, <laughs> tuning your wheels, like the driving, and, and just to be aligned internally <laughs> so the body can go in the highway and make a long road trip around California with no issues in your car yes something mm -hmm. like this nice i when we were in our retreat ali would give us all of these amazing juices and you know i always thought like oh it's so much work like juicers are so expensive and but the way that he teaches you to make these magical juices is just with a blender and like a nut milk bag or some kind of, you know, squeezy, squeezy bag. <laughs> and it's really fast and it's really easy. And you, you know, you don't have to invest a lot of money to start doing detox with yourself at home. You can just start doing it with juice. Can you talk a little bit more about like what a detox protocol would look like for someone who is working with you? Yes, like, first of all, we take a look about what are the food habits, mm -hmm. okay? Because sometimes, um, like, the person wants to make a cake in, in the nutrition, but they are adding in a wrong way the ingredients mm -hmm. because they don't know. They just know that the cake has a flour, um, no, flour, flour, and you have the baking powder, you have sugar, like this is like a cake, but maybe you are not baking in a correct way in the, in the order. So we have to know what are the food habits. Uh, and, and what I suggest to people is like, why, while we are making the, the detoxification, we make a digestive pause of certain elements. It's not like you're gonna stop forever eating certain foods mm -hmm. because each food, 
in my like I, I'm not I'm not a pre prayer. No, I'm not preaching uh, for certain uh, diets. Or you have to be keto, uh, paleo, plant based. Like each person is different. Mm -hmm. So this is super important. Like each individual is gonna feel by themselves what is better for the body. Mm -hmm. Okay, but in order to know what is better for your body, you need to clean, just to listen better. So. Mm -hmm. And I had a client in the last year that was telling me, Ale, I listen to my body. I know what my body is asking me. And I said, yes, I know that you're listening to your body, but let's picture that you have a guitar and you are just playing the guitar. You can listen that, yes, but maybe it's not tune, mm -hmm. you know? So this is A, yes, but doesn't sound a really good A. So uh, what we need to do in order to listen properly in our body first is to tune the body and how we tune the body is through the process of detoxification what this means like in the morning easy peasy tips uh, we avoid the coffee in the morning because we think that this is extra uh, energy mm -hmm. but what is extra energy is the oxygen that you have from uh, 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 just made uh, juice this is going to be oxygen that goes around all the cells, giving the real energy. Because with the coffee, what we are asking is a loan of energy. Mm -hmm. Then in one moment, we are going to have to pay for that. Mm -hmm. What we are doing with the juice as a first uh, green coffee, to make it like that, to energizing, <laughs> is like we are having an external uh, uh, source that is going to nourish the cells and the body is going to be sharper and it's going to be with more electricity in order to work. That's why it's so simple that all of us, we can make a juice. It's not milk back. It's a blender, a little bit of water, some combination of fruits, and you start making one juice in the morning. Mm -hmm. And after that, you wait uh, 15 to 20 minutes to be absorbed in your body. Then if you want to keep going with your coffee, you will see the difference. Mm -hmm. This coffee is going to use the base of that oxygen, oxygenated body in order to, to go up. Uh, it's a big difference. It's like going to the shower in the morning, you open the shower and you have dark water mm. or you want to have clean water in your veins. Mm -hmm. So just with doing that, you know, during a retreat, we were only there for about a week, but I could tell such a difference in just the, well, it's a medicine space. So that was also very energizing, but I have never been a juice person um, because I have I have to pay attention to sugar. So I have to like I drink more vegetables in my juice and maybe a little bit mm -hmm. of fruit or like lemons or limes so that it doesn't have a big sugar load for me. Um, but it everything you say is right. It's like so nourishing. It it gives this nice base into the body for you to start your day with you would always call it electricity and like yeah I feel the electricity I feel it I feel it um and and I think just being in a space where you're you know someone is giving you this beautiful food and allowing you to take the time to receive it it's such a gift it's like ugh, you know a lot of people are in a hurry in the morning but it, it's really a gift that you're giving yourself and part of the slowing down and the, the process of really starting to listen to the body is also opening to receive instead of, 
you know, just shoving something in, like, are you nourishing yourself? Or are you stuffing yourself? Like, are you totally? Yeah. Like, are you opening the way for healing? Or are you just cramming whatever to get by that do that debt is going to come due at some point? Like, the thing about these practices is that these are preventative. And that's what we want. We want preventative, we want to take action now, so that in 20 years, we're not having all these health issues, because if we continue to go in the way that we go, that's how you get, you know, that's how you end up with chronic illness and chronic disease. Yes, late after, after in that moment, also, it takes a lot of work, a lot of energy, like people when yeah, they're thinking that they are spending money uh, in the food, it's like you're investing in your body, because mm-hmm. in the future, energy in some way is going to come. So the main concept for me is to be independent as possible, uh, as much as possible, mm-hmm. and to be younger, as older as possible. Mm-hmm. So this means that I have to take care of my vessel. I have to take care of what is getting in my in my body. Mm-hmm. And because this is an act of self-love. And if I want to be in service for people, I have to be taking extra, extra, extra care. Mm-hmm. And this is for a message for all the people that is going to be listening to us that is from medicine world as well. It's like, guys, just make an insight to check, take a look about how are your food habits, how are your habits, because we need to work with coherence. We need to work in, in order to have a strong body in order to be uh, serving, because otherwise we are putting, 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 putting. And the body, when we are holding a space for so many people with so much energy, needs the alignment for, for being in this highway of an energy. So it's super important for all the people that we need to take uh, extra care when we are holding a space because our energy, we are channels of, of everything that is coming. So our channel has to be clean. Our, our body has to be clean in order that this information arrive in the best way for people. Mm-hmm. And also as, as a, a self-care of our body. Mm-hmm. And because we are holding a space and we are there like strong, strong. So, so we need to, to be in this balance with your gut, uh, to check uh, how is your serotonin. Um, and ser- serotonin is made in the gut. It's more than 80% that your mental health is coming from your gut. So we need to, if I'm gonna be in front of all these people, I need to be like really sharp, not only in the moment when I'm just receiving the food amazing on the retreat, mm-hmm. because I have to be at home. You have to take care of this as a day by day of self-care, like making your meals as much as possible, paying attention what what are the combinations, making the self-care of of detoxification, like uh, taking care of your full system, because this is going to be reflecting in the next uh, opportunity that you're going to be holding a space for people. It's I think that that care that you need to provide to yourself as uh, whether you're, you know, a facilitator or a coach or any kind of service provider who is, is taking care of other people Part of your like maintenance costs for, you know, running your business should be the care that you give to yourself. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to work with people who are not taking care of themselves or who are 
like it's really I worked in a place where it was very it was like okay all the staff is going to get run into the ground we're going to extract as much energy and value from these people as possible and then that's it like as soon as they're used up I'll just get new people and that I came out of that experience very broken and very like depleted and like burned out and that's part of why I started become, being a coach was because I want people who are doing this work, whether you're doing it as, you know, as a person for yourself or you're holding space, but to recognize like, we can't do it like that in any industry. It can't be this. We have to stop the, the, the thinking that we are machines, that we are made for working in a factory and the factory is like the spiritual (laughs) you know like it doesn't matter if you put a spiritual outfit on it if you're working in a way that feels like your life force is being extracted from you you have to change the way you're doing it i love the 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 spiritual and holistic outfit yes because (laughs) the it's like just the the packaging Mm -hmm. we need to work in the in the content in ingredients Mm-hmm. And it's super important in this time to be with this coherence of if you want to take care outside, the priority is to go with yourself as much as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I want to, I'm going to repeat myself to all the people that is going to be in front of me. It's like, if if you don't practice that, I cannot believe you. I cannot trust 100% in your work mm-hmm. because I can read your face and I can read that you are not healthy mm-hmm. your 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 daily habits are not uh, coherent with what you are facilitating mm-hmm. so this is something that sometimes i'm struggling with friends that are coaching are making retreats are doing things but then i have the capacity to see uh, indoors and the daily basis is not fitting with what is outside in instagram mm-hmm. so this is something that uh, I want to 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 ask to to take with more important that is super important to make this process in order to have uh, better results outside because there is people trusting in us mm-hmm. and and we need to give also this coherence not only the package the the packaging that looks nice yes the I think the the for me that I have been complaining about spiritual performance a lot lately on my Instagram. <laughs> like I have been really spicy and saucy because I've been really tapping into my sacred rage of like I find a lot of the mm, psychedelic industry and I'm using like air quotes here to be really toxic and to be really like just another face of the same bullshit that's already been you know mm-hmm. like it's just regurgitated but like oh it's psychedelic like okay I don't <laughs> I don't care about that my work is to look at myself in the ways that I am not walking that walk and all the work that I do is to realign to the path like because the thing is you're not you don't have to be perfect this is not a, a, a we're not saying like okay you have to be a perfect space holder and you have to take perfect care of yourself all the time. Like perfectionism is part of the death cult like program. It's it's like, we're not, we're not machines. We're not, we're soft, wild animals and we have different seasons. You know, there might be, there might be a season where you're like, 
I'm going to drink coffee right when I wake up. (laughs) That's okay. Like it doesn't have to be another way to punish yourself. And a lot of people who are holding space are already so hard on themselves. You know, like part of the reason we get into this work is because we need healing. We are on a path of growth and healing. And that's how we are able to carry, you know, a path for others is like, yeah, we've been through this. We've been in the really deep, dark, darkest parts And I think the more we like disavow those dark parts of ourselves, the less really authentic that that is. Like if you're kind of walking around like, oh, I've done all my healing work. Like I have this all figured out. Now I'm just the guru and I like take care of other people. That is bullshit. Like don't, don't listen to those people because that is not possible. It's really not. If you're not still, yes. you're not still a student, you're not still doing your own work, then I don't really think I have anything to learn from you, you know? Exactly. There, there is when you see like, if the person, I'm going to trust in the person when I can see the person also is humble, mm-hmm. where the person is, you see how big is the person when he's looking to you in the same eye level. Mm-hmm. It's not in the pedestal. Uh, it's not in the super guru thing. You can feel that, that he's, for me, is in my my personal experience, mm-hmm. and as as you were saying, we are humans, of course, mm-hmm. and but this is something to be aware in uh, self care of our bodies. That's why I say like, uh, maybe one day I do have my coffee in the morning, <laughs> for example, and uh, maybe one day uh, I wanna have my bagel with gluten and eggs and I love it <laughs> I want to have the flavors of the of of the grandma uh, of mm-hmm. course like I, I, I love it uh-huh. but this is something about about balance everything is about balance so that is like also the difference that uh, we are talking about how to not get into the mental virus of orthorexia where mm-hmm. everything has to be healthy no 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 we are here also to live life but we have I, I invite people to bring the awareness to say like to be uh, as cleanish as possible cleanish yes <laughs> nice yeah that's great i like that ish cleanish <laughs> sometimes they say people say like 80 20 so 80% of the time you're you know unhealthy so you know you're like in the plan of taking really good care and then 20% is more free that you can eat the pasta, you know, whatever. And it's different for everyone. Like some people can just eat bread, whatever, forever, and it doesn't harm them. And like, I have to be very mindful of when I, you know, have, I love sourdough bread so much, but I can't eat it six times a day. Yes, I know. I I feel you. This is like, I I was having a, a, a client today this morning. I was explaining like, look, what we are having, this is like, some people, some some people, they have like a unlimited credit healthy card. Mm-hmm. So they just pass the card. Like <laughs> I'm gonna eat sourdough. I'm gonna eat the pasta. I'm gonna eat one dollar shop food every day. Mm-hmm. And you say like, how are they doing that? Uh-huh. I'm eating my sourdough in a week, and my body start to tell me this. So mm-hmm. what happened with some people that we are starting this path? Is like maybe we didn't come to this life with we have some limits in our healthy credit card. Mm-hmm. So we need to understand that and we need to take care of this uh, uh, credit mm-hmm. in order to reinvest 
this information. And so we can, whenever we want to have our sourdough, we know that we were keeping the body clean and we can enjoy a lot. But if you're going to eat the pizza, if you're going to eat that pasta, if you're going to eat that meat, it has to be the best as possible. Like get one that is really cool and make it as a ritual, make it as a celebration to say like, look how beautiful is this and not just random thing because there is something that is a reality happened and uh, we have fake products. Mm -hmm. That meat looks like meat, but it's not anymore meat. Mm -hmm. That pizza looks like pizza, could taste like pizza, but it's not anymore so these are like the difference. If you're if you're gonna get one, just get the good one. Why not? It's for your body. Mm-hmm. It's also the pleasure factor in the difference between okay, well, I want to be healthy, so I'm gonna have a pizza, but it's gonna be on this cauliflower crust and have a you know fat-free cheese. I, you know. I wanna I wanna get that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Or getting like the pizza that is, you know, they fermented the dough for like some days. They hand make, you know, the, if you get meat, it's from a a pig and you know the pig's name because it was someone's at a regenerative farm. Like the difference in eating that piece of pizza versus the sad cauliflower pizza, like it's just, there's no comparison. So it's it's equally important to like enjoy your food and I think that's something that you do so beautifully it's not just putting the magic in the food but there's joy in gathering together you know one of the things we do in the retreat is we make a meal together we made sushi we made vegan sushi and it was it was a party, you know, it was just like this celebration. Everybody had a different job and we he's showing us how to make the sushi. And that sushi was so fun to make. It was so fun to do it together as a family. And then we all got to eat this beautiful art that we made. And I think there's just so much like joy stripped out of food and experiencing food and eating and gathering together because everything is in a hurry, you know, everything is like, go faster. You just grab this, eat at your desk. Don't eat at your desk. You guys, you have to stop eating. I used to do this when I worked in the office. I was like, I'm just going to shove this in while I'm on this meeting and like, take some time, go outside, sit with the birds, eat your food and enjoy it. Like the joy that you allow yourself to have while you're eating is going to help the absorption and like the nourishment that you're getting out of the food. Totally. This is like, have joy, enjoy it, but and be present. Not while you are in the highway driving and just not watching to your food. Like, mm-hmm. make the stop. Because yeah. otherwise, you're stuffing. Mm-hmm. And we have to be smart eaters. We have to just eat because I'm going to nourish myself. Otherwise, you are wasting your money. Mm-hmm. Why you are buying money, um, buying a, a food with something that is not going to nourish? Yeah. So that is like the, the, the difference is about, and it's a, a fact of attitude. It's really small. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. And, and we can start tomorrow making juices. And if the day after tomorrow, you skip that, don't blame yourself. Just the next day, just make another juice. Nice. And it's going to be with the moment that the body is going to start asking like, Hey, where is my juice? Mm-hmm. Hey, where is that uh, beautiful bowl? 
where is, is our moment to sit down and be in front of our food? The body is going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. But it's something that we need to uh, train as muscle, mm-hmm. step by step. And maybe one day you were so hungry and you said, like, I, I'm in the airport. I'm going to eat this fast food. It's okay. Enjoy it. But then when you come back, you're going to make a clean eating so the body can clean for the dirty you made before. Mm-hmm. So this is the way that we balance the body. We are not with a finger blaming how bad you did. If you made it dirty, just clean it. Mm-hmm. And that's how, how it works. The, the, the body is, is a, a, a container that we have it here to, to, to use it. So use it, but then you make it clean. So you can use it and then you make it clean. Mm -hmm. It's just (laughs) like the kitchen, right? You clean when you make it. Exactly. So I want to ask you, I want to shift gears a little bit and ask you about your birth doula work, which is, it is an extension of this relationship with food, but tell me a little bit how you work with the, you know, with the couples and who are wanting to conceive. Yes, this is uh, something that I'm shaping. And the male birth doula is, is a concept that uh, I, I did the, the training. Mm-hmm. And in order to learn, I've been in contact with some couples as well for, for the full process. And I'm part of my main goal with this and is to teach and train the future papas and mamas in heterosexual uh, partners or or papas and papas and mamas and mamas that the seats and the container has to be clean. Mm-hmm. What is this meaning? It's like uh, it takes a few months to make detox and to have a clean eating. So our body is going to make the printing of that version of yourself. So when you're making the detoxification as well, you're not only detoxifying from uh, physical things, you are also releasing trauma. You are also releasing uh, old memory cells that they were stuck in the body. So in the moment of the conception, the seed and uh, the, the egg uh, and the sperm are the printing of that moment of you. So if you were working with your old trauma, the next, the, 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 this is sperm or this egg is gonna be with a new version of yourself. So it's less information for this newborn to work in life. So that's how important is our responsibility that if we, if we want to call to a new life, we have to make the work with ourselves first. We have to hold the horses, keep it there, and work with your anxiety, work with your bad habits. If you are a smoker, if you have heavy metals in your body, uh, if you have like a gallbladder stones, like clean your body. So in the moment that uh, this newborn is coming, you're making this uh, for in with best quality of sperma in a best quality of casita for, ma- for, for the baby. Mm-hmm. So mama is going to be receiving this in with a cleaner body. So you will see that the, the, the cliche of pregnant people is like they get pregnant and they start like puking and having all these changes in the body is because in my system of belief is like the system pressing the red button and saying, emergency, we have a baby here. We have to clean all the body right now. And suddenly you have 
all the departments of of workers inside of your body just cleaning because baby is coming. Uh-huh. So and you are puking, you are sweating, all the hormonal balance, uh, and this can be uh, uh, be smooth. This can be in a different process because the body also when you have the PMS, the the body can be in a better process. So in the moment of the cleanse, you don't have to have the full process of of, of sensations of the cleanse because you are less dirty. Mm-hmm. So the the body is bringing life. So you your body is better is is cleaner for receiving life. So uh, we are helping to have less virus in this in this newborn we are helping to have less uh, heavy metals in this newborn and every time that the mama is 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 making a breastfeeding to the baby is around 200 uh, substances that the mama is is transferring to the newborn mm-hmm. so imagine what happened because there is this this uh, uh, idealistic thing that breastfeeding is the purest Think is the purest thing when is the nectar when the mama is clean. So if you're gonna be feeding, you are the source, and the source has to be clean. Mm-hmm. And that is how important it is in order to also have a better process while you are receiving the baby. So this is things that I'm talking with future mamas and papa. We clean the body. That is one of the process. So while they are cleaning the body as well. It might happen that some couples at the end, they don't want to have the baby because they discover that the baby was an excuse to cover up some issues that the the couple were having. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to find a solution through having a new mission Mm -hmm. that at the end uh, is not fair for this new baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, So people that are making the work, then they say like, wow, Maybe we were not having our common project. Maybe the new baby is to have a new project or a new activity together that they were not having. But uh, maybe the mama didn't find the the sole mission and she needs to have a baby in order to be doing something that makes her alive. It's like uh, keeping the flame up. So... This is happening uh, uh, often, <laughs> sometimes. And uh, when they want to have the baby, they want to have the baby, they start to detox and they say like, wow, we're feeling so good. Maybe we're going to wait a little bit more. <laughs> uh, and it's so crazy that this happened also. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this allows also to mom and papa find the mission. And then when they have the baby, they don't transpass, uh, um, how do you say and they don't give the ah, the sensation of they didn't commit with something. Frustration. They don't mm-hmm. transfer frustration to the newborn mm-hmm. because they are already aligned with their things. Mm-hmm. So they are now fulfilled to give to this newborn. Mm-hmm. And that is how important for me to, to talk about this responsibility that if we want to bring uh, life, it's not ordering a pizza. It's a, full, it's a full responsibility. Mm-hmm. Clean your body and be patient and make the call. Just be with your partner. And when you're making love, say loud, we, Papa and Mama, we are with a clean container. We are here now to receive you. Mm. The baby is going to listen to you. There are baby bubbles around couples. <laughs> and when they receive the information, they're going to say, yeah, yeah, we're going to the planet. 
we are going. So they they come. Isn't such a beautiful concept to think about calling in the consciousness of your child? I know for me, like that had never occurred to me before, you know, I started working with medicine that, you know, you could actually, none of this is an accident. It's like, this is all planned and you can be intentional and really put energy and um, presence and care into creating this home and this, you know, beautiful connection between the two people with themselves and with each other and then with the you know with the the child it's like it's so beautiful I love it I love that you do this do you actually do like are you present at the birth as well uh, I is my is my plan mm -hmm. to make the 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 process to be present mm -hmm. um, I'm now in the phase of uh, helping in the previous step mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and while i'm because i like to do things really good yeah so it's really ambitious to make the full process but in my path also with nutrition and before i started my full business i say ale you're gonna embody all the knowledge you're gonna practice many times and once it's part of you you're gonna start talking about that mm -hmm. because you are your example about what you are doing Mm -hmm. So in order to talk about people, uh, about men, for example, about how to process with their emotions, because a lot of, of in heterosexual partnership, partnerships, the, the male part feels that it's outside of the, uh, of the team, because suddenly it's a strong connection between baby and mama, and they don't know what to do. And if you didn't make your, your inner work with your emotions, you think that what is going to happen? And, and, and it's, it's something about, it's something about them. And this is part of why I'm, I'm making process of detoxification. People detox, they connect with their self in order that the next steps, people are getting cleaner. They can work better with their emotions. Uh, and then like what I'm preparing now, that is like a spoiler. Um, I'm, I'm studying and developing how to create experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, receiving a baby has to be the best experience in life. Mm -hmm. I want babies to arrive in the in the creme de la creme of the world. <laughs> so it has to be cool. It has to be with nice smell. It has to be like everything, like with nice setup. It's a romantic moment for that. Mm -hmm. So this is the next step that I'm 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 studying about how to prepare the full setup. Mm -hmm. And this is part of what we learned in, in a school of, of birth, like how to prepare in, in a better condition. Sometimes you have to go to hospitals, of course, but even there, you can make a better experience. This is how to create home every place we go. Mm. You just bring your, your travel kit of like cozy nesting, <laughs> your cozy net, your travel nest. I love that. <clears throat> you were saying at the retreat, I was like, I can imagine a baby being caught by Ale and you're like, woo, welcome, welcome to the party. It's like so sweet. I love that you're doing that. What a beautiful job. And like, that's such a gorgeous service that you're, that you're doing. Well, I could keep talking to you for a very long time because it's mm -hmm. so fun and I'm having such a good time. But I would like to ask how, if people want to learn more, to work with you on their nutrition, their detoxification, mm -hmm. You're you live you live in Berlin? 
I'm living, I'm in Berlin based. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you do like, on, you can do online work with people for, for the food. The food yes. App. I, I develop, I develop uh, a system mm -hmm. that allows people to make life easy because this is a problem of what, how I'm going to do with so complicated recipes. No, mm -hmm. guys, I, I, I took myself into a road trip around United States in California just seeing how can I be healthy living in a car. Oh, so wow. I did it uh -huh. with, with the next partner. We were just jumping there and we did it. We were having our juices. We were having our kombucha. We did the system. Mm -hmm. And because of that, now I can bring the information to say like, you can do that at, at, your, at, at your house. So people can contact me. Mm -hmm. have, I have my website. You can contact me through through my personal Instagram, my business Instagram, that is weareheartful.nutrition. Mm -hmm. Then we can just pat, pass that information. And uh, I make the mentoring with food where people can learn how to prepare different new meals, okay. uh, detoxification process for liver, kidney, blood, parasites, uh, and how to integrate this in the daily basis. Mm -hmm. Because also we are social beings. So mm -hmm. people are struggling. I'm going to a birthday. How am I going to eat? So you learn how to, to not have all the mental viruses talking to you that you're making a bad job. Mm -hmm. So this is a full program that uh, I'm making like monthly. I'm making a liver cleanse and kidney cleanse. It's really vital for, for self-management. Mm -hmm. I always say to the people, I'm going to teach you how to fish rather than giving you the fish. Mm -hmm. So I teach people to be self-responsible of their health. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm going to put the links to Ale's website and his Instagram accounts, and you can contact him and start getting really connected with your food and putting some magic on your plate. And um, you, this, this, putting attention to your physical body and your food, your relationship with food is such an important part of the integration process. And, and in the work that I do, I start always with the earth element, with the physical body, because if your physical vessel is not in a good state and you don't feel rested, you're not, you don't feel like your nervous system is relaxed. You feel, you know, your digestion isn't good. There's so many different aspects to this. And we always start there because that is the most dense element. It's the, the earth element. It's your foundation. It's your root system. And the food piece is such a really, it's such an important place to put your attention as you're working on your integration. So Thank you so much, brother. It was so lovely to talk Thank with you, you today. I appreciate you, so you. It's it so nice so to fun. see you and sending yes. you all my love. And I am excited when we see each other next time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. All right. I thanks. send you a lot of hugs. Much Thank love. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, everyone. See you next time.